0: Welcome to the Rock File talk Talkpile, the official podcast of Colorado Rockies subreddit. Uh, I'm Zach, otherwise known as username Zach17. Uh, we've got the usuals tonight.
1: What's up, guys? John, J. Foster, 15. Hey, guys. I'm
0: Jason, JSA, 17. Hey, guys. Um, yeah. What do you call a Royale with cheese in Colorado? What do you call it? Orion Big Mac, <laughs> man. <laughs>
2: How
1: good has he been recently? Never out of a game uh, as long as Ryan McMahon's batting. Even tonight's 10 to 1 game? Even tonight, 9 run
0: home run. Nine run Bro, home run. Play street rules. You just run around the bases twice. <laughs> yeah.
2: Ghost run on third. Uh, Ryan McMahon. Yeah, I mean, over the last 14 days, Ryan what McMahon has the highest WRC plus on the team. Um, it's only in 32 plate appearances. So, for a little perspective on that, um, he's, he's had about 66, 70% of. Um as many plate appearances as other guys have had, but uh still is carrying a one sixty two w r c plus over the last fourteen days
1: and got that clutch gene
0: the clutch gene yeah he's can't teach clutch he's hit some
2: home runs in big spots he's i mean on Sunday at that dodgers game when <clears throat> you know they just wanted no part of Ryan McMahon because he's been so hot
0: yeah, yeah, which is why it's important to have him in the lineup. And it only took us four months to figure it out.
1: Okay, so I know we're in a good rhythm here, but uh, Tony Walters is playing left field right now. Oh. (laughs) So I feel like that
2: deserves... We have Garrett Garrett Hampson in center field and Tony Walters in left field. Sure. This is great. You think we'll see a position player pitch? I guess it's probably late enough in the game now that we
1: might not. But why not? I wanted to see Cargo just, like, Go all out for one hitter. Just let him pump it and see if he can. Hit Watch if be pat
0: the He's actually good. And you're like, maybe we should keep him on this team as a reliever. <sighs> as a reliever, because maybe does he ha- does he throw a sinker? Probably is a knuckleball. Probably is a knuckleball. Can he throw, throw left handed? There's a big question. Yeah. Ooh. So the real question for the Colorado Rockies franchise is why is. Pavleka starting, and why is he on the 25 man? And why is he on the 40 man, and why
2: does... And the big thing, I mean, like the other night, granted, um, Nolan is dh and everything like that, but if you have Hampson on the roster because Oberg is on the paternity list, and, and I know Hampson is now playing, but he didn't start tonight, why are you starting Pavleka over Garrett Hampson?
0: Makes no sense. So, I, my theory is that Oberg's on the on the paternity leave and Hampson's up, and once Oberg comes back from paternity leave, they will finally get rid of the Lika forever.
2: And It's unfortunate because, I mean, he was such a fan favorite last year. I mean, Patty Barrels was right. so much fun to watch, but this year he's just been bad, 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 bad. <laughs> he's so bad. And over the, la- I mean, over the last 14 days, it's not like he's ever had flashes anywhere either, and over the last 14 days he's got a negative 71 WRC+, which is, I mean, that's just... Even know
0: how you do that yeah in august is pretty negative you know in june he had a uh 322 way runs created plus um two at bats looks like maybe like one is plate it, appearance. Was, i was gonna say was it was at one plate appearance he <laughs> <you> did something <laughs> yeah. maybe one for three or something it looks like he hit like one home run out of three things
2: yeah and it's now 12 to one in the rockies game so maybe we really will see a position player put a position player Be the time in. to do it yeah, Pat Vallecas' first half weight-around created plus was one. One. Which means he's and 99% worse than an average
0: Major League player. He's literally the basically <laughs> the worst. I don't know, like, who could be worse?
1: Uh, Flat Nick Leica? There was a point where yeah. Cole Calhoun of the Angels was at, like, a three right. WRC plus. I
0: feel like he's turned it around, though, hasn't cool oh, he? Oh, he got hot. real hot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Let's see what else is terrible about Pat Vilica. I'm sorry, Pat, but you have a negative twenty nine weight runs created plus against righties.
1: In his defense, he has a one eighty five BABIP, so there's obviously some aggression coming. Yeah, to like one eighty six. And I mean, yeah, it's like we, it's like we,
2: like I just said, it's it's a uh, weird. Thing, but everything for him is is worse. You know, his he's not hitting the ball as hard. His BABIP is down. He's striking out. He's not walking. Like Pavlik, it's it's like the opponent figured out Pavlik. It's one of those um, deals where maybe last year they just didn't really have a good scouting report on him, and he was yeah. hitting what they were throwing. And now they've figured him out, and he just can't do anything against it. Um, I mean, on the season to have a 152 average and a slugging percentage of 241 after what he did last year is, is pretty crazy.
1: Right. It, it's, it's pretty impressive just how bad he's been. Like, I, I don't know how else to say he's, he's bad. Yeah. And it's like impressively bad. It's not like, you're but wait, but bad. like
0: you could do literally anything and it would probably be better. Yeah, I mean, we who, joke who else who else is a right-hander who's in AAA right now,
1: John? I don't know. Um I think there's a up-and-coming player named uh, Matthew Holiday. Matthew? Matthew? Yeah. Myth- Matthew. So uh, there's
0: this other guy named Matt Holiday, but he had hair, so I don't know if it's the same yeah. player. Uh
1: yeah, currently granted 46 plate appearances not Tonight I don't think this has tonight's info in which he has a double in. Um he has a one twenty five weighted runs created plus in forty six plate appearances.
0: Didn't he have like some home runs the Yankees last year? Like nineteen or something?
1: Um yeah he had nineteen. Um in four hundred and twenty seven plate appearances, good for a ninety eight weighted runs created plus how much how much better
0: is that than Pat Valaika?
1: Well Veleka for the full season is an eight, so it's ninety percent better. I just,
0: like, there, there are times where, like, British did something great. Like, Kermán Marquez is on his great streak, and we got him. And he's ours because of a trade. But, like, how – whatever person you believe in name is Pat Vileka on this team, and you're in the division race. Like, you're trying to lose games.
1: Yeah, yeah it seems like he's trying to.
0: Is there? Is there, like, there's no I, – I can't find a single reason except for that he can play third base. And but we- can he, though?
2: But can he? And yeah, even then it's just a serviceable third base at best. It's not like he's good out it's- there.
0: And then, and like, if you look at hard-hit
2: contacts for Pat Valaika, the, the what's these six people um, on the Rockies this year that have 10 blade appearances um, that have a lower hard-hit percentage than Pat Valaika, five of them... Our pitchers. Um, one of those is not Herman Marquez, who actually has a 29% hard hit percentage. But Pat Blake's hard hit percentage of 17.7 is only higher than Tyler Anderson, Kyle Freeland, and Antonio Sintetella, Chad Bettis, John Gray, and then Daniel Castro. And we all know how bad Daniel Castro was, and then other than that, it's pitchers, and then Pat Blake. I mean, Mike Tachman's ahead of him. We remember how bad Mike Tachman was as well. Yeah. So it's. What about. There's not a like. What about by? There's just no part of Pat Valika's game that makes you go like, "This is why he's here."
1: No. What about? Uh, I'll, let's see if you guys can name any of the eight worst batters by expected woba, from because Pat Valika's ninth and expected woba minimum one hundred plate appearances. No pitchers. You need to name one. Well, Calhoun turned it around already. Yep. Um. So it's, something like, somebody on
0: the Mets, probably like
1: Wilmer no Flores Mets. or something. Nope, no, no Metsies. Um, uh, what about
0: um, or Door? No, he's turned around.
1: It's Trace Thompson, Francisco Pena. Yeah, Trace Thompson, White Sox. Francisco Pena, Bobby Wilson, Orlando Arcia, Mikey. Maci- Arcia had yeah. Yeah, Ryan Goings, J.B. Shuck, and Stephen Duggar of the Giants.
0: And he Shuck just and got Duggar. designated too, right? Yeah why was that was that because the Phillies made some move for somebody recently right but the if-
2: Phillies yeah the Phillies went out and got Justin Bohr and the Phillies basically paid cash for Justin Bohr which is I can't, like the Phillies were behind us in the waiver order meaning we could have made a claim on Justin uh, Bohr and they just let it go and it was one of those two that all you know it's always telling when all of us are going why didn't they get Justin Bohr and it's more telling when all of us are saying it and then the national guys are out there saying, What in the world are the Rockies doing not going out and making this move?
1: Like yeah, right? it it doesn't make any sense. He's the only thing that I could even fathom is British said, Oh, we don't need another left handed bat and that's the best thing I can give them. You
0: could just <sighs> And you can I mean that's you can the make the argument that we don't need another
2: another left handed bat, but the Phillies didn't give up a top thirty prospect for a guy that really could help them in the stretch run and a guy that could have helped.
1: He could literally just be a pinch run. hitter even. Yeah. Because
0: we have like you no know, left like our lefty pinch
1: hitter is either Para or Cargo. Not inspiring a lot of confidence. And Car- yeah. I mean
2: cargo's one thing as far as pinch hitting goes is that cargo has been pretty clutch. He's gotten hits in big situations. Yeah. Uh, so but you, you could say fun. that. And then cargo is obviously you know cargo's having a pretty good season. Now. Yeah. So, in, in so, right field.
0: so a um, I think the Rockies have a good enough kind of strategy when it comes to Jeff British. Like he's get, he we're in the division race, but it would be so easy to do literally anything else to make us a little bit better. I mean, you got O, and then the Lake has been on the team. Like <laughs> Oh. and it's in the and I mean the poor
2: thing. Will always be a case of like the Phillies so 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 underpaid for him that if Boer is on their team for four days and they put him back on waivers again, like they almost still didn't money. lose. You know what I mean? Like it was still worth the shot. And it just rocks not doing
0: have right. Justin Boer play third base. He well, might I mean, be better I, than Velika.
1: Well the the Phillies already have too many first basemen. Oh. Carlos Santana, who we all wanted and then yeah. they have Reese Hoskins playing left field, legitimately mm-hmm. probably the worst left fielder defensively mm-hmm. in baseball this year. And now they added a third first baseman. So, what? I mean, if you're a thing, so I guess who cares if we have three first basemen. Whereas we have zero. We have none. Zero first baseman on our roster. So what? Unless you count Raymack.
0: So once again, I've, I have no idea what British is doing. Yeah, it was a, it was a weird move, and you talk. Yeah, I mean, realistically,
2: we have zero first base on our roster because even though Ryan McMahon and Ian Desmond are our first baseman, quote unquote, it, they're not. Neither one of them are our first baseman. Whereas Justin War
0: I want to share something I just found out, which I don't know. You guys probably are new already. On on July thirty first, the Rockies acquired Santiago Casilla.
1: Yeah, signed into a minor league deal. I don't know why. <laughs> but we did. Um,
0: he's got. Pretty good stuff in, you know, Albuquerque, and we got. We, I think our bullpen has been really lucky the last like four or five days. You know, when we didn't blow the leads to the Dodgers, or, or wait, did we blow some leads, and then Ryan McMahon just bails us out?
1: We blew one that very first game of the series, and then I, I, I don't know if a regular season loss has ever crushed me that much. Maybe since two thousand ten, when we just kept losing. But man, that first game against the Dodgers just drained me. I didn't even watch on Saturday. I don't think I watched any baseball on Saturday.
2: No, oh, and Saturday was the...
1: It was a great game. The game and to I, watch. I think I watched like the last two innings of it. But up until then, I didn't watch any baseball, which for a Saturday for me is basically impossible.
2: we uh, I watched the Saturday game with a bunch of friends and we were all going crazy. And then mm. Sunday we actually got to go to the game and... I uh, certainly sat, shouted myself hoarse with that one. But it was one of those. Yeah. Sunday was a cool game because it, like. Especially when they walked McMahon to load the bases, I think everybody in Coorsville just felt like they were about to win yeah. on a walk-off walk. Like everybody. It was almost like you could see it coming. Yeah.
0: I mean, we. I think on Friday and Saturday, the bullpen was okay. And Wednesday, it actually wasn't that bad. But Sunday. It Was uh, McGee giving up a run and Otto giving up a run?
2: Yeah, Sunday was um, a it, it was it was a three zero game, and then the uh, the bullpen gave up those three runs to tie it up. Um, but it wasn't it didn't feel like a bullpen meltdown at any point. It just felt like a baseball game where some runs were given up. You know, I mean, there wasn't a party
1: that wanted to die inside. Yeah, and I was thinking of Thursday's game. I said Friday a whole bunch. Thursday yeah, Thursday was, was the game that one. made me wanted to.
0: Five, yeah. we, we still have um, um, Muskrat
1: on the team. He didn't fare well tonight. I mean, he's a lefty. I I mean, that's basically what he's here for, right? And just because because Russin's still Russin. He just came. pitched a
0: scoreless inning, so that's nice. Okay. I mean, it's twelve I mean, to did one. He come back from the DL.
2: So going forward, as far as our—I mean, as far as our bullpen goes, who do you who do you trust the most? I mean, they've been decent, but who's your guy that you're like you're willing to put it all on? Because it hasn't been Davis as of late, and even I know Otto's had some good outings, but even Otto's had a couple rough outings as of late.
0: But it's Bud Black. It's going to be Davis in the ninth. It's probably going to be Davis in the ninth. You're not wrong. And, and then to- and then it's going to be Otto in the eighth, and then hopefully it's O in the seventh. But, I mean, I don't really want to go into semantics about whether Bud's pulling pitchers too late or too early when he's got a bullpen this, this inconsistent. You know, I, mean, I think it's kind of a hard game to play.
1: It's kind of like the Davey Martinez, the manager for the Nationals, after they blew their second straight game, and somebody asked him, what do you do in the bullpen? He said, I don't know what else to do. And people roasted him for it, but I think the same thing with Bud Black after Wade Davis gives up a bunch of runs or Otto gives up a few runs that one game, even though Tom Murphy played a large part in it, it, you know, it still happened and you know, what's Bud supposed to do?
0: Right. Yeah. You can only play cards so many ways. Yeah. You can't yeah. drop McKee. You can't drop Shaw. Um, that's, that's two dead, like dead arms already. Russin, you can't trust and, uh, and we, and we don't have Almonte on this team because, um,
1: just a numbers game. Yeah. You can only have so many players on the roster at one time. At least we don't have three catchers. Yeah.
2: And it's such a bummer too because it would have been so nice to see, I mean, after Murphy first came up, it felt like he was, you know, he had it figured out and it was going to be good and everybody was like, see, this is why you bring Tom Murphy up and then he fell fell back to earth and fell back to earth hard.
1: Yeah. uh, I'm not sure if Murphy's going to be on this team next spring training. Nah. Well, we enjoyed him while he lasted.
0: Speaking of who we've enjoyed while he's lasted, um, why don't we take a tiny, tiny break, and then we'll talk about the outfield. Yay. Yay. Welcome back to Rockpile Talkpile. Uh, we're here to talk about your outfield and how we don't want to lose your love tonight and how we don't want to lose Charlie's love, but he seems to be losing ours. Um, tried the black man on this season. Just got this nice extension. He's just this great guy with his great beard. Um, any guesses on what his total war this season has been?
1: Which side are we using? Fan. Which one? Fangraphs ooh
2: uh zero point six I know he's ooh, i know he's uh, positive but I don't think he's above one so yeah I would zero six zero seven something like that
0: zero point nine mm. this is after twenty sixteens four point seven and twenty seventeens six point five he um a lot of I, that can be attributed to just how
2: bad Charlie's defense has been this year because it's been he's he' defensive
0: fours negative
2: 10.3 yeah and he's never I mean we've talked about it Charlie's never been a good defender he doesn't have a big arm he as he's kind of bulked up into more of a power guy he's slowed down Um, he's always kind of taken roots that make you scratch your head and this year it's just all of that has come together into one big awful awful center fielder and I'm still not convinced
1: he's healthy I'm yeah, and, that, and that's or, another but, thing. He
2: certainly just doesn't. He doesn't look a hundred percent. Like something is nagging him. It, and it'd be one of those that if on November first the Rockies announced that Blackman had surgery on something, you'd go, yep, yeah. uh, I could see that one coming."
0: Yeah, yeah. Do um, you guys ever use inside edge fielding kind of stuff to see like the likelihood of plays you should make? Inside edge fielding, like you, there's routine ninety to hundred percent, and then there's the, the likely you play sixty to ninety percent. And there's the even chance of forty to sixty percent, the unlikely yeah. of ten to forty percent. That's what a uh, stat cast uses for their outs above
1: average metrics.
0: Yeah. Um so if you're supposed to have like a routine play of 100 percent, you should make that like hundred percent of the time. And he makes it ninety nine percent of the time this year. And if there's a likely play according to like stats, it's you should make it sixty to ninety percent of the time. And he makes that ninety percent of the time. Um but the even plays where you should have make it like forty to sixty percent of the time he 's making fourteen point three percent of the time ouch mm. last year he was thirty three point three and the year before that he was seventy percent so he 's better than average on even plays but he hasn 't made a single unlikely play this year or remote play or impossible play and and He's it's al-
2: yeah, it's always been a thing with Blackman, and it's so we've talked about that too with like um, DRS at Coors Field and how Corey Sullivan is the only center fielder to ever put up a positive DRS um, at Coors when playing at least half his innings there at center field. Uh, and so, like, it's it's hard, and and then you wonder at a certain point if nobody can put up a positive DRS in that outfield, then you have to wonder if some of those defensive metrics are properly adjusting for the size of that outfield.
1: Right. And that's kind of the thing with... Oh, my um, Lord. When StatCast gets better and they start using more... They start getting more information to use, I think StatCast will be a better metric to judge defense on as a whole, but especially for Cooper's field. And right now, it you know, I think it's still better in small sample sizes over DRS or UZR, so... The fact that UZR and DRS have Charlie as like on pace for one of the worst defensive seasons in the history of baseball, whereas Statcast has him as just a bad defender. I mean, not historically bad, just bad.
0: It's pretty historic. I, I was I'm on his outfield uh, DRS, and like he's been bad in the past. Like, 2015 he was negative seven defensive run saves, and 2016 he was negative two, and 2017 he was negative five, and 2018 he was negative 27.
1: Yeah. I mean that's historically I, uh, bad.
0: That's, I didn't know it went that high. Yeah, that's a crazy number. <laughs> I like. I've never seen a DRS that's like over like ten or twelve. That I mean, is a crazy number. Um, if you go by
2: center fielders, though, interestingly, um, as far as fan graphs and their primary defensive rating, you know who's having a worse defensive season than Charlie Blackman?
0: Oh, Dubo. I don't know.
2: Yeah, Bryce O-Double Harper. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he's having a terrible defensive season this year. But Bryce Harper has still been worth 2.8 war, um, mainly because his WRC
0: Plus is 27 points higher than Charlie Blackman's is.
1: Yeah, he's had a worse right?
0: DRS in center field. Kirby Puckett in 1993 had negative 29.
1: Kirby Puckett also weighed like 250 pounds not full of muscle.
0: Well, and there's, yeah. a, blind, there's a blind joke in
2: there somewhere too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh we talked Dante's about, about nine
0: season was minus thirty four and Matt Kemp's twenty ten season was minus thirty-seven.
1: Ooh. Yeah. I was uh I, we talked about I talked about Reese Hoskins earlier. His first mm. season in the outfield, it's not center field, but he's a negative sixteen DRS in left field. Oof. <laughs> not good.
0: Um so let's talk about the other person. Who's like the clutchiest left handed hitter besides cargo on his team? Ray Mac. Her- Harada Para.
1: Yeah, Harada's yeah, like right right
2: hit. He's got he's he's gotten his hits in big situations for sure.
0: So if we look into like Hararda Para's like clutchiness
1: it makes him pretty good. Yeah, his high leverage WRC plus is 130 this year. Amazing. Low leverage it's 69. Not amazing.
0: <laughs> well I mean
1: the
2: <laughs> so oddly oddly enough um if you look at the clutch stats that you know fangraphs has all their different proprietary stuff and they have a clutch rating as well and and ryan mcmahon has the highest clutch rating um of any of our players and that's certainly based on a little bit of a small sample size but second is papers third is chris Ionetta and fourth is gerardo para Huh. Um fifth is Noel Quavis and the, the interesting thing about Quavis was that like he certainly like even though Quavis is bad like I'm not going to re- pretend that Quavis was good I loved oh, him at first Cuevas. but he certainly came up in big spots and did his job in big spots he just couldn't yeah. do his job in the
0: everyday spots Yeah um Para's deceiving, because if you look at it 'cause like regular numbers, they don't look that bad. An average of two eighty seven doesn't look that bad. An on-base percentage of three three nine doesn't look that bad. A second percentage of three eighty two to oh wait a second. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah,
2: and and Para was that way in twenty sixteen and then he was a little bit closer to average last year, but Para just mm-hmm. that's that's who Para is. That's He's Parra. not yeah, He's not a great... He's never... And he's never been a huge hitter. Like, Parra's always been a good hitter, but Parra's big thing was his defense, and then as Parra's gotten older, his
0: defense has certainly declined a little bit, yeah. which
2: is... It's just expected. It happens.
1: Yeah. He's
0: yeah. in a single positive war this season, not base running on offense, not
1: defense. Yeah, and in the second half, since the all-star break, he's got a 55 WRC+. plus. He's... He's just not hitting anymore. He's... 277 seventy seven WOBA. I mean, I I hope we don't pick up his option. Is <laughs> basically where I'm getting at here.
0: You know, is and as as terrible as it is, his fielding percentage. I mean, like you make an error, it sucks. It'll happen to you. But his fielding percentage is nine eighty two in the outfielder.
1: So yeah, I mean, he's got a, he's got a negative three. Uh, or that's right field. Just in the outfield, he's got a negative one DRS this year. So basically average. Yeah.
0: And there's He's been. Really, really. It, we, okay.
2: you, we don't. I mean, you have to think they're not going to pick up his option, but. I don't know. Vallejo's on the team. Right. Bright just made enough moves that make you go, what in the world is happening? That if they did pick up his option and then suddenly we still have 19 outfielders, then you, you almost
0: wouldn't be surprised. Well, Garrett Hampson's an outfielder, so make it 20. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we. Um, so, Gerardo Parra's is not as good as you think he is. He's just clutch. Um. Cargo we discussed before is actually having a good year. David Dahl needs more at bats. Um, why don't we take another quick break and then talk about this whole Hampton playing center field and maybe think about the future since today's game isn't worth talking about. Yeah. All right, welcome back. We kind of want to take a little bit more time to discuss the thing that happened today, Wednesday, the uh, something of August. 15th. 15th of August. Uh, Garrett Hampson is in center field. Yeah. Um, What do you think about that, John?
1: Uh, I love... I want to see it more. I'm not sure since we're in a playoff race if we're going to get that chance, but uh, he played three games in Hartford there this year, three games in Albuquerque there this year, and now partially have won this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know that our developmental system has basically made every player play at least two positions if not three so Hampson can play second short and third and now apparently maybe center field which yeah. I mean look up sprint speed on the Statcast metrics he's the third fastest player in baseball only behind Billy Hamilton and Byron Buxton who are both center fielders ahead of Trey Turner Trey, Trey Turner yeah Trey Turner who was yeah. a center fielder for a little bit, and Adam Engel, who's a center fielder, Harrison Bader, who's a center fielder, Delano DeShields, who is yeah. a center fielder, you get the message.
0: And and Jason, what do you think this means about Brendan Rodgers?
2: Well, I mean I think I still think, you know, we've talked about DJ with his um, pending free agency and talked about qualifying offer, everything like that. I still don't think that DJ gets a qualifying offer and so Yeah, I changed. And if you have office. Hampson with the flexibility to play center fielder Um, Chuck has always needed to move to left field. Uh, It it kind of opens the door even further for DJ to be gone and Brendan Rodgers to be that second baseman. Now, there's still the huge, huge part of me that looks at, like, Ryan McMahon, who's a natural second baseman, um, and looks at Brendan Rodgers as a huge... Trade piece, like because he just that's what right that's what he is to me. But an interesting thing with Hampson, too, just mentioning him in center fielder is that uh, we drafted Hampson in 2016, so he only has about two years and a month of experience. So even though he's only played what eight games in the outfield, there haven't really actually been a lot of opportunities for him to play in the outfield. So it's something that Uh that um, he's doing now and can certainly build on, and you don't have to look at his minor league experience and say, well, he didn't do it much in the minors because it's all relative. Frankly, he just didn't... He hasn't spent much time in the minors. Right. What's his arm strength like? That I have no idea. He did make some nice, nice turns a couple weeks ago when it was uh, him at second base, though.
0: There's there's no info on him. Yeah,
2: no scouting report on that, but I mean, yeah, he's... You know, he played single A and then throws fifty out of fifty. So right, right in the middle on a twenty eighty scale. Or he played he played low A and then he played single A, um, and then this year has played double A, triple A, and in the majors. So he's Hampson has he's fast in that other sense too. He's flown through the minors. Yeah. So
0: they're kind of. But then. Like, I want McMahon and Dahl to start every day, and then I want Hampson to start every day. I want Story to start every day, I want Nado to start every day, and then that means you've got Chuck and Desmond, at least, who are also in there. Um, Cargo and Para,
1: then. What do you think about Cargo and Para's future? You know, I really would not mind if we re-signed Cargo do another one or two year deal if it was the right kind of money. But I don't want part of para back, but I don't think I would decry a cargo re-sign like I did in March when we did this time.
2: Mm.
1: I, I would, I would hope that there would be some sort of trade that was made to clear up a log jam before we did it. Yeah, but I I like Jason was saying how he sees. Uh, Brendan Rodgers is a trade piece. Basically, where I'm at with Tapia now is... Yeah. He's just a trade well, piece.
0: Well, I, th- I he- thought I heard, like, they floated him out there. It wasn't, like, a lot of uh, lot of desire.
1: That, that could be. I mean, he's, he hasn't had tremendous success at this level so far. I there must, there that- must be something weird with Tapia, though, too. We
2: talked about it earlier this year that he didn't get the call-up because there was supposedly an attitude issue somewhere. And... I know he hasn't been hugely successful up here, but he hasn't been bad either. Like, he's still somebody that you would think you throw his name out there, he's going to garner some interest just because he's under control. He's young.
0: He's fast. You know, he's. It's not like British did, like, O'Dowd and said, like, yeah, Dexter Fowler is just (laughs) not good at. What was it he said about Fowler before? He's.
1: Uh, something about his attitude he doesn't have the. he's got an attitude, attitude. problem he's like, he doesn't, attitude or or like he doesn't have a winning attitude or something like that he doesn't have a winning yeah he ethic. threw him
2: under the bus and then traded him i just yeah there's there's something weird with Tapia to me but on the and on the cargo front you know i don't i don't think we'd be able to sign him in march because cargo's having yeah, a pretty, pretty decent South season town. yeah like an al team to sign cargo would make a ton of sense like cargo at camden yards Jeez. would be fun to watch
1: yeah. Well, on another note, on Tapia, he's not gonna. Have, this is his last year with options. He's not gonna. Next year, he's either. Once he is on the major league team, he's on the major league team unless we DFA him. Yeah, that's what
0: everybody's waiting on.
1: I mean, so you you got to make a decision on Tapia sometime this winter. You you got it.
2: So if you had like say, thinking about a roster going forward, like if you had. Nolan playing third and Trevor playing shortstop, and mm. some combination of like Brendan rogers or Garrett Hampson at second. And you still have that Ryan McManey and Desmond problem at first. But you would have Blackman, McMahon, Dahl, possibly Tapia. And if you re sign Cargo, that's five outfielders instead of. Which is, I still think it's too much. It's a little you know, too much, just, but it's better than what we've been doing this year. And you have flexibility with Hampson. Like, you're considering Hampson you that have fifth, Desmond, but he can play both. Yeah. yeah, and you have Desmond that can play both, yeah. Like, like I don't – there's not a name in there that I go, Ugh, uh, except for tying to Desmond sometimes. But
0: Do, Like, depending on, like, the the spring and the first couple of months of next year, I kind of want to, like, have – I really, really wish Hampson could play center field because our outfield is just so big. And then you have mm-hmm. center field, is Hampson right field's doll – <clears throat> Left field's either um, um, Desmond or okay. or yeah, Charlie. And, I mean, Charlie's got to pick it up.
2: And then there's the hey. whole thing that Mike Petriella has wrote about that we have mentioned a couple times of the Rockies trying to get Billy Hamilton just because he's so fast in that big outfield. I think the problem for a lot of Rockies fans is I think people would turn on Billy Hamilton's bat
0: in a week. Yeah, he can't hit. He yeah, can't, well, the good thing about Garrett we is we can just pinch hit. We can just pinch run him in the first. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, but I mean, and that's the thing
2: is Hamilton's value isn't in his bat. It's it never has been. Um, mm-hmm. It just uh, that could be a little tough if you're a guy that plays outfield at Coors
0: and you can't hit. Oh well, so we we got to talk about the offense. Um, so Do we have to. We are still competing for the division title. It is August fifteenth, and our offense. Last time we scored more than six runs was what? A month ago.
2: It was. Yeah. It was in the. Tw- it was July twenty first or twenty second, something like that. It's been almost a month since we got tacos. Good. This is. This good. is bad.
1: <laughs> so,
2: yeah, it's not <laughs> and good. So how, and over and the so last, how we have like
1: the best record in the National League in that time
2: frame. Um. Like, over the last. 14 days, we have the 27th worst offense by WRC+. And over the last um, 30 days, we have the 26th worst offense by WRC+. Um, yep. It's one of those things, though, that we've talked about it, that at the beginning of the season, it was pitching that won us baseball games. And then when our offense showed up in June, the pitching fell apart, and we couldn't win anything. And now we're back to pitching, keeping up some games, and – it sure seems like the formula for success, at least this year.
0: I mean, yeah. you have you have Chuck is slumping like no other, and DJ is... I love DJ, but... I think DJ is having his worst career offensive season, actually.
1: Yep.
2: Yep. So, that's something that's a little rough, but...
1: Um, it's a heck of a time for those two to be struggling at the same time, because we know we know they're going to be 1-2, depending on which order in the lineup every day. Yeah, and it's weird. Situation. It's kind of... I can't
2: figure out why all of a sudden Chuck is back leadoff and DJ is back to two,
0: but... I mean, Black is old school.
1: Yeah, but I don't remember. Somebody tweeted out that um, he said that uh, while DJ was hurt, Chuck was hitting well, so we wanted to keep him there. So I looked... And Chuck was not hitting well. Oh, so I don't know what Bud was talking about. He just was what? trying to
2: justify his bad decision.
1: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> do know
0: been what, in, do. what else we have to talk about, real quick? Sir Ian Desmond. Or I ran wow. Desmond because he keeps blowing up. Nice. like that.
1: That's good. I like that. <laughs> that, I
0: that. <laughs> yeah, this no, yeah. is on his, uh, not his way to runs created plus, just his way to runs created in August. Ooh. Like, usually it should be like a double digit number or something.
1: <laughs> usually, um, uh, I will go with even the hmm, second half. In in the second half or August. Even
0: in the second half, you'd think he'd create some weighted runs of some sort.
1: All right, I'm gonna go with. This is the August. will go with oh, just August. Just just August. The weighted the weighted
0: run created.
1: I'll just go three. Very close. Ooh. Am
0: I high or low? <laughs> I'm going to let Jason guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, it's on a, on a month-by-month basis, WRC, WRC isn't huge, but yeah,
0: two or three. It's one. It's oh. one. Oh. I, I know, that's cherry-picked as hell. So let's go to Way Created Grounds Plus this month. It's 12.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's such a bummer because Desmond... Like we July all kinda, and June. Yeah, we all kind of got excited. Um, like, maybe Desmond, maybe it finally clicked. Whatever it was finally clicked, and then it, it, it came unhinged
0: again. Because the Rockies can only hit when it's warm. I mean, it's still oh.
1: kind of warm, but... Yeah, it's pretty warm. I mean, there was a point where I was spouting that Desmond had, like, a 140-something way to runs run Plus after we boot him, and then... It went down to like one thirty and then I was like, oh it's like one twenty something. It's down to one eleven. So he's trending down, he's trending down quickly. Trending down. Still he's still above average, so hopefully maybe He's lost thirty percent in about three weeks though. Ouch.
0: Yeah, ouch. And ground balls are still at sixty
2: six point seven percent in August. So he's got that huge ground ball percentage again. And the thing about that I always say about Desmond is that's he is. That's who Desmond is. Desmond has always hit the ball into the ground. And then it's, I mean, on Sunday, I joked about a position that we were in where I said, uh, well, Desmond's about to ground it up the middle right here. And then Desmond came to the plate and ground it up the middle because that's the player that Desmond is. He's going to ground the ball to the middle of the diamond 66%
1: right of the time. yeah. Yeah, I don't know why teams don't shade him up that way. It took an amazing play from Dozier to keep that in there. Yeah, there was that one
2: really nice play by Dozier, Um, and some of that, like at a certain point, you kind of think to yourself, like, why aren't you just shaded up the middle more? Because that's where Desmond's going to hit
0: the ball. Yeah, he's just going to hit it. Like, pull your third baseman.
2: Yeah, because if
0: it goes to third, it'll probably be a double anyway.
2: Yeah, that's true. So we have now, what, a four-game series coming up against the Braves? Is that right?
1: Yeah, four in Atlanta, then an off day, then three against San Diego at home, and then St. Louis at home. And uh, those four against the Braves will end
2: our streak of 46 straight games against teams that are above five hundred.
0: Yeah, we play the Braves and then we play the Padres, right? Yeah, the, yeah so the, the Padres, those,
2: that Padres' first game will end. That'll end that streak. But forty-six straight games against teams above five hundred, and the Rockies have a pretty decent record in that span. I think
1: it's twenty-six and sixteen now with the loss.
2: I mean, you'll take twenty-six and sixteen over a forty-two game stretch all day. Definitely.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but the Braves are a good
1: team and a good young team. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but El Cunha got. Hit in the elbow, the first, very first pitch of the game, and left it to the second inning. It was pretty loud too. So yeah, it looked. Uh, he looked like he was in some pain. Mm. Yeah, I don't um, know if he'll be in the lineup tomorrow. We
2: will get a Kyle Freeland start in there. I think he's going against um, Sean Newcomb,
0: who's another good young good left-handed love, pitcher. He hit a little like blip in July where he wasn't so great, but he's uh, he's been doing well.
1: Yeah, former top one hundred prospect.
0: Um, something, something. Hashtag the opener. It wouldn't be a bad
1: idea, I don't think. But that's yeah, just.
0: I mean, Marcus did well yesterday. Mm-hmm. But he gotta if you gotta pitch Shaw.
2: Yeah, Marcus has just been good. Recently, mm-hmm. uh, just mm-hmm. across oh, the board. Finally. He's been yeah, Finally he's loaded. he's pretty amazing to watch, and somebody compared yeah. him to, to Road Chatty last year. Um, but I think Marquez has been good at home, too, for the he most hasn't part. Been,
0: um, he's been, he's like been nice. manageable. He's been better on the road, and he's been reliable Gosh, at home. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. My my baseball savant for Ian Desmond finally loaded, and his launch angle is negative point eight. So Back to
2: negative. He yeah. had a positive there for like a half a week.
0: Remember each. it being positive.
2: It was it was it was a short 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 period, but it was there, and it wasn't you know it was like point one. But
0: one. <laughs> 1. <laughs> it was it was technically positive. Yeah, technically right yeah. is the best kind of right. You like <laughs> opened a bottle of champagne and then it finally went. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: what would be your expectations then for a four-game oh, man, series against the Braves in Atlanta?
1: Uh, I we do not play well against Atlanta. We don't play well in Atlanta. I would say we split two-two. Uh, I don't think we can do any better than that. Just because it, we've just never done well in Atlanta, never.
2: Atlanta and and Miami are our two uh, and Saint Louis and Saint Louis. God, Saint Louis is disgusting. everybody hates the Cardinals.
1: Yes, but sorry. Even if the Rockies
2: went two, and, so if the Rockies went two and two in this series, which I think everyone would be just fine with, because the Braves, despite how young they are, like they beat their rebuild window and they are a good team right now. Uh-huh. Um, and if you go two and two in that series, then that's still a twenty-eight and eighteen record across that forty six games against five hundred teams above five hundred, right. which ten games over five hundred across forty six games is again something you're never to complain about.
1: Right. Yeah. So I say we go two two. Um, I think we get a complete game shutout from Kyle Freeland. No. And then that'd be great. Um I'll go Brian Mack and David Dahl both hit a home run in this in the same game in this series, somewhere. Ryan and David Dahl. You know, Ubaldo did pitch
2: his no hitter in Atlanta.
1: Yep. So. Ooh.
2: that'd be bold as hell. Could be your. That could be your. If you're Freeland, a complete game shutout thing.
0: That yeah. would be ahead of it. Yeah, John, bold prediction about that no hitter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever. Sure. Uh, <laughs> what you got, Jace? I'm gonna bold predict.
2: My bold prediction is that Acuna doesn't hit a home run in this series.
1: Ooh.
2: And with how many he's been hitting lately, that's kind of a bold prediction because he's homered in what five straight games now. Right. Yeah, I think in the um, last
1: 48 hours he has about a hundred home runs. I think.
2: And, and then, well, they did point out too that because his at bat ended in a hit by pitch, he didn't have an official AB today. So that, like, if he hit a home run tomorrow, it would still be six straight games um, that he hit a home run it. It. in. But I'm going to say he's, like not gonna us, he's not going to run. He's not going to homer in this series. Uh, and I would say, yeah, too, I'll be really happy if we can go two and two in this series. Atlanta actually kind of scares me. Yep. Um, I think we'll, we'll win the Freeland game for sure,
0: and we'll win Marquez game on Sunday. How about that? All right. I I actually, for some reason, think we're going to go 3-1. and one. I don't know why. I just...
1: Hello, I just Mr. Gotta, Optimism.
0: I, I'm never optimistic either. I know you are. For some reason, I feel like they're just going to pull it together against the Braves this one time. And it's gonna be because Ian Desmond goes four for four, four for four, all singles up the middle, all singles <laughs> up the middle. I don't know, like why did you shift on him, you idiots. <laughs> oh, and then and then there'll be a, a inning. four bunt inning. will make in I want me. that four bunt <laughs> inning so badly for no reason. You
2: know Walt That'll Weiss is the coach me. for the Braves now, not the other way around, right?
1: Yeah, did you see him in that bench just clearing uh, ball today? He was like the first one out of the steps, and I was like, "What the heck?" Walt Weiss showed was emotion. It? Yeah, what happened? That's the steps. weird.
0: <laughs> he was just sneezing, and he just
2: mistook it for emotion. <laughs>
0: like,
2: <laughs> there was the one time that he there was that Against it was a great graves. photo of him in the dugout. I remember swinging a bat <laughs> at the wall, and it was like that was the time that Walt Weiss showed emotion in the four years that he was here, and and no other four time.
0: Years. Yeah. We really wasted four years? Four years of Walt Ways. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Well, maybe we won't have that many years of British at this rate, but probably. <laughs> We're getting there. What did he take over in twenty end of 2016?
1: Yeah, 2015 just, was his first
0: uh, season. Bold, bold prediction also is that Ober comes back up and Vileka goes down. And that is the that boldest way. prediction yeah, of all of them. on that one, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, about does it
2: that about does that about does all right well we won't talk about the shellacking the rockies just had now we'll just look into that about. that four it game happens. We, beat, we beat yeah. Justin
1: Verlander and that makes mean, me happy
0: we should mention that game before on tuesday yeah it was just that was a great game
2: yeah tuesday was a complete game and it's they're the defending world series champs they've been slumping like they were due for a game where they finally just Sure. showed up at home so it's you just take your lumps and move on
1: yeah if we had lost last night i'd be more upset but it happens it happens all right
2: all right guys well, i'll talk to you soon see, see you. y'all later we're
0: in the we're in